Welcome back. Episode six of Red Wine and CBD, the podcast. Uh, we have a very special guest joining us today. Um, if you've been following along through some of the other episodes, uh, we talk a lot about how CBD is a companion for lifestyles, right? And not just any particular lifestyle, but the vast array of lifestyles that people lead, right? Um, and we also have talked about how CBD can be a tool that helps athletes perform at their highest level. So the, uh, I, Jeremy, both Jeremy's rejected my application to be a, an athlete for, uh, for Queen city green, uh, said I wasn't athletic enough, but only kind of hurt my feelings, but it's okay. So today we are joined by Jason Biggs, uh, who is a member of the gigawatt cycling team, uh, which is sponsored by Queen city green. So, Jason, thank you for joining us. Why don't you give us a rundown on what the Gigawatt Cycling Team is and how you guys compete? Yeah, I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, super excited. Uh, glad everybody's got their wine glass and got mine up there too. But uh, yeah, the, the Gigawatt Cycling Team um, is an amateur uh, racing team, bunch of uh, weekend warriors um, that go out and battle it out every weekend um we race road um we race uh cross cyclocross um gravel mountain bike but um we do have a really um a high range of athletes uh we do have some national champions um got a couple of mountain bike national champions on our um team um we also did have some really high end road guys um younger guys um that have kind of moved on that rode for some other big teams as well so really the team is a, just a combination of riders um from uh you know 50 60 years old down to you know coming right out of college and um really trying to you know groom those guys up to come and race you know whether they're racing amateurly or they try to you know go you know, somewhat semi pro um uh, in here in the U.S. Obviously, if they were going to race uh, in a larger pro scale, they would be, um, you know, probably already trending that somewhere else um, in the U.S. But uh, we have, have a nice mix of uh, guys that uh, go out and race um, quite a bit, and they just go have fun and um, compete at a high level for sure. Hey, Jason, is the main goal to <clears throat> obviously keep cycling, stay in shape, to be comp- just to compete? What is the What's the goal of the of like the 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 goal of the team and the goal of like someone joining the team yeah i think i think it's a um it's a combination of a couple things uh it gives the guys um you know that that want to race um a platform to to compete on you know if you do a certain amount of races you get um free kits um we also you know um jeremy brought up some sponsored you know uh product that he gave away we also have a beer sponsor we give away beer we have dinners food so it's more you know more of a camaraderie thing um just being on a team being a part of something bigger really um i think the 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 main goal of the the team is you kind of hit it is just yeah we want to keep um you know cycling you know going and, and alive and keep it safe right there's been a you know there's a lot of um uh, people don't really care for cyclists on the road for the most part, but for the most part, they're pretty, 
Um, they're okay. And, you know, I, I can understand both sides of the, the spectrum. Um, but I think the main goal of the team is really just a camaraderie of, of guys that can compete and, you know, go out and help each other um, when necessary to, to win races or be successful or, or meet their goals. Jason, where we live, uh, there's a lot of guys that cycle on the roads. Uh, and there was a time probably within 10 years ago or so, and a lot of these guys were getting ran off the road and, and, and it was some serious accidents that took place. What kind of developments have changed or been implemented in the cycling community to prevent those type of things happening as often or frequent as they have been in the past? Yeah, I think, I think the advances have been, uh, you know, really what's kind of helped, um, you know, um, save a lot of people um, from, you know, reckless drivers, drivers not paying attention, different things. Um, for instance, Garmin has come out with a, um, it's a tail light, but it, it'll, it'll tell when a car is coming in front of you or behind you and it'll flash on your um, computer screen. So it'll give you a heads up if a car's coming, you know, so you can kind of look or, or pay attention Um you know, so that's 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 been probably the major development. I think one thing that um, cyclists need to do a better job of in general is really following the rules of the road. You know, there's a lot of guys I just yell at because when we're going through a city or a town, you know, if you if it stops stoplight, you stop at the stoplight. You know, if it's a stop sign, you're really supposed to stop. So, I think a lot of those accidents, not saying all of them, but a majority of them, can come from people that are either impatient or not paying attention as well, especially in the, in the city. Like, you know, when we pull up to a stoplight and there's 10 cars in front of us, there's no sense for you to go wheeling around 10 cars and get up right beside them at a stoplight. I mean, I just, I I don't do that because I just, I wouldn't want another cyclist pulling in front of me when I'm trying to drive my car. Right. So, um, but we have, we have some people like that, you know, but I think for the most part, having that, those devices that will help you um, monitor or have been a, a big um, help. Also riding in a group helps as well. Um, and then, you know, for me, I just, I don't ride as much as I used to by myself anymore. Obviously got two kids and just don't really want to chance it. But when I'm out riding or going somewhere, I'm always like, I'm always peeking. Um, and I don't really wear music until I get to a safe spot because I want to know, you know, if somebody's near me or around me. So I think it's just being, you know, aware and, and using those um, devices that can help you help can really, um, you know, curb that a lot. But, yeah, you're right. There was a, there was quite a few people. I had quite a few people that I knew got got really injured. Um, girl almost died. Um, well, two of them I know that have been hit by um, drunk drivers um, that were wow. really seriously injured. <laughs> Yeah. Here's a bigger question for you. When you're driving your car, do the bike guys on bikes piss you off? No, because I was, I know I know what they're trying to do. You know, um, I just try to um, you know stay behind them and you know kind of and but they don't they're they're trying to wave you around to pass on a double yellow line, right. you know, which is not safe either. Right. So, um, but sometimes they've got a better line of sight, but then they don't. <clears throat> so, you know, I think the other thing that's hard is that, the you know, judging the rate of speed, right? Because if you're riding in a big group, they can be going 25 or 30 miles an hour. If you're riding by yourself, you could be going 18 or 20, which that's a significant difference, right? When you're, when you're driving down the road. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. When I, when I'm, when I'm going around somebody, I just, 
I just kind of like sit back and go, okay, like, <laughs> what would I do if I was on that bike and somebody was back there buffering me around? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool. Yeah. That. Like, like Jeremy said, <clears throat> we have the roads here and uh, where we are up in Davidson and uh, they're narrow roads and we have signs everywhere that says bikes can use full lane. And uh, I don't know about you, JD, but they definitely use the full lane yeah <laughs> uh going downhill or uphill and uphill is the worst because they yeah. they, they think you know and by the way they're on a, they're on two wheels i'm in a car so the problem is i'm always i'm always getting i'm always late going somewhere and they're always on the, bike <laughs> the say, wrong time, wrong place so yeah 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 i don't the, mind the downhill as much as the, the uphill is the part that's like dude i can get you anytime i just i want to get around you like don't use the whole lane so yeah i think the the actually it's kind of funny the you know, you would think like the safest place to ride is actually in the wheel well of the right side of, you know, a, a car. Because if you ride too far to the white line, cars think they can go closer to you. Or right. if you're inside the white lane, it's actually better to ride a little bit wider, which, you know, can be it. But most people, I think the North Carolina state law, I haven't looked at it, but I think you can ride two abreast. Oh yeah, and and, you have the right in our, in our town, especially. You can probably you can ride twenty five abreast <laughs> if you wanted to in our town. So yeah, yeah. as many as you can fit across the road. I was going to say, and it doesn't matter if it's on the right side of the road; they cross the whole road. There is no they don't they don't observe the double yellow line. Yeah, that that's see that that right there should not be happening either. Nah. Right, it's I mean, they're not. doing they're doing uh, they're doing packs and. You know, yeah. it's they're 25, 25, 30, 40 strong. Yeah. It sounds like you got a you got a bike gang running roughshod over. <laughs> yeah. You gotta come over this part of the town. The, the Peloton is large in Davidson. I mean, it is uh I mean and yeah. if you go I go get coffee in the morning on the weekends, you know, like that, and they'll be they'll be fifty strong going down, you know, main the main the main drag of the town. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of guys over in that area of the cycle for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of good, so lot of good you, riders. For for you, is it a is it a stay in shape thing or is it a competitive thing? It's a little bit of both. Um, you know, definitely competitive. Um, pl- coming from playing college sports, you know, just always driven, highly competitive. So yeah, for me, it's more like the result. Um, you know, I want to win. I don't like to lose. Right. So yeah. Um, you know, so it's um, for me, it's competitive, but it also, you know, keeps me in shape as well. How much do you ride a week? How many miles do you ride a week? Um, it depends. Um, you know, like uh, 200 plus. Um, I, I used don't think to I drive 200 miles a week. Yeah. When I was um, training, I used to do Ironmans um, long distance. So I was riding, you know, 300 miles a week, swimming 10,000 meters a week and um running 40 miles a week over 25 hours of training but you know hey tom you ever run 40 miles combined (laughs) not unless i'm being chased no that's what most people say but now i um two little kids um you know just don't really yeah i i go out ride some my wife lets me go out she's she does ironmans and half ironmans too but we have a good schedule um but i'm really you know um I'm really more efficient these days, I should say, um, on my ride. I don't. I, I probably ride over the last couple of months. I've been riding about 150 miles a week, something like that. But I'm. I throw a couple runs in there and um, lift a couple times, and then um, swim once a week as well. So I like the. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a schlep now. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. 
But it's all right. we, uh, I like the cross training. Um, I don't like just specifically riding a bike. There's a lot of guys that do. I like to, I like to kind of mix it up a little bit. I guess the most important thing, what do you ride? What bike do you ride? Uh, I've got a BMC road bike. I got a felt um, cyclocross bike. I got a felt mountain bike. Um, those are, those are my three main bikes that I ride. So, so Jason, right. you're a Wolfpack guy, right? Yes. And would uh, kicker in college on yeah, football was, team? I was a punter, um, punter? From, yeah, 93 to 97 and also did some holding, um, for the, for the kickers. And, uh, then I went on to be a graduate assistant coach as well for NC state from 90, uh, 98 to 2001. Yeah. Um, so was in the coaching there for a little while. So, so was Russell Wilson there then? Uh, Russell came in right after us. Actually, when I was, um, when Michael Kane left and they got let go in 2000, I was there when Chuck Camato came in and Philip Rivers first year. Yep. Oh yeah. My boy, Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Pate, um, Joe Pate was, um, he was our special teams coach. He was my special teams coach when I was a junior and senior and he was a big recruiter out of Alabama and, he uh, he got kept on um, to the staff with Chuck because he's like he found Philip Rivers. We got to get this kid Philip Rivers, yeah. and uh, you know he came in and man, you're talking about you just that that guy. The moment he stepped in the locker room, you just like this owned it. Stud, talking shit. Oh yeah, um, he is from, the best. He is by far from, the best trash talker ever without using a swear word. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean some say, of the some of the said, NFL film stuff where he's talking he's talking smack and he's and, and there's one that I love when he threw a 97 yard touchdown. He goes 97 yards, and the guys the, the lineman's getting so pissed off and like Philip Rivers doesn't cuss a day in his life, you know. And, and you know, yeah, he's no, he says that gummit, that gummit, that gummit, that But man, he walked in and the, he the I remember the first scrimmage on the field. Like he is just in everybody's ass. And Everyone. Like, and who who is this guy? Like it was like <laughs> Tory Holt's out there. You know, all, you know those I guys. Forgot Tory, I forgot Tory Holt was a Wolfpack. Yeah, the Holt was out. I think. Yeah, was he with T Holt? T Holt was. I think he was either there. I can't remember, but yeah, he he was he was a he was a baller man. That guy just he he just. It was. I'm just a diehard awful. Chargers fan, so Philip yeah, Rivers is. Uh, now he's I think Justin Herbert's long run could be a better athlete, but Philip Rivers, there's no better gamer. I mean, people don't realize he played that AFC championship game championship game against the Patriots with with a torn ACL and a torn MCL. And he was yeah. out there gaming while, while LaDainian Thomas was on the bench crying like a little baby with his helmet and jack warm jacket on. Now granted I wasn't I was watching on my warmth in my house. So <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but he was, it's he was, uh Philip Rivers, he's, he is a stud. Yeah, um he, he is he's 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 a great guy i mean russell just a good dude right after yeah he is he's good he's a good guy i think russell was um was a little bit after i think he came in uh maybe four or five years after he did i think so i hated we lost russell but you know hey it's that was that was tom o'brien gig there. yeah that's because he graduated and went to wisconsin for his Postgraduate years. That what was that what it did? He went. Yeah, NC well, State, uh, that Tom O'Brien right? said you got to choose either baseball or um, right football, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going somewhere else. I'm like, oh, yeah. that was not a good decision. Yeah, <laughs> he was like the first. I mean, that was the that was once he graduated, you could do that. But now at the transfer portal in college, you can you can do that your freshman year. You want? I mean, you can go. You can do it once and you can go anywhere you want. It's crazy. Yeah. 
I didn't. Yeah, you, you can do whatever I, the heck you want. I didn't realize Jacoby Brissett was an is an NC State guy, and Mike Glennon's an NC State guy. Man, we got we we had at one point I think we had five quarterbacks in the league. Uh, we well, had Rivers, um, played, Rivers was there for 20 years, and Glennon's been in the league for like 40, hasn't he? he was yeah, part of team. Rivers, Glennon, Russell, um, and then uh, uh, the guy he's at, I think he's at the Bengals now behind, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Finley. Okay. Finley. Yeah, I mean, we have like five quarterbacks. But shit, it don't matter how many quarterbacks you got in the NFL. If you can't stop anybody on defense, it don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That was the shortest problem. That was so, Rivers' problem. He never had a defense. No, when yeah, I know when Chuck was there, they they had a good defense, but the um, you know, Phillip only had like a limited number of good receivers, and then all of a sudden they got good as shit on offense and they got terrible again on defense and things just went down. But he I mean he held he held the record for the most most games played ever by a quarterback for a long time for for the college player by a, for a long time because he played all four years he didn't yeah. he didn't leave early mm-hmm. now you have guys leaving early i mean he was there for all four years and he's got i mean his his college numbers are sick yeah and his nfl his nfl numbers are sick but it's uh he had the same problem in the nfl is his offense was stout when he got to the nfl and he obviously replaced drew Brees, but Marty Ball, Mar- Marty Schottenheimer did him in a couple of times with the Marty Ball. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I've i lost – I think I, my wife actually gave me – finally uh, gave me a foam brick to throw at the TV <laughs> as a Chargers fan because there are many years that I, I broke a, I broke a TV. Don't tell anyone, but now everyone's hearing this. Um, from being a uh, – the best thing that ever happened to me was the Chargers moving to Los Angeles because I actually lost <laughs> – I lost a lot of I lost a lot of <laughs> the team, and I, I gained a lot more free time and a lot more a uh, lot less anxiety on Sundays. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Hey, well, speaking speaking of anxiety, you got a great tie in there, Jeremy. Um, now, I teach you up there, JD. See, for CBD, Jason, you you've tried the products before. I know we've talked about this. Tell us a little bit about what you what you're using and why, and and kind of what you what you think about it what's been your experience yeah yeah um i might get the terminology wrong but uh you know i got the professionals on to correct me here um <laughs> but i have taken the uh is it called the trinket or the tinctures tinctures, tinctures. yeah tincture. Yeah. yeah my wife always laughs i can't speak anyway so i'm from <laughs> i'm from the country and can't get my words mixed up but anyway yeah well, you're I, a wolf pack so that makes sense as it's all <laughs> tied together right um <laughs> But yeah, I've, I've used I've used that um, uh, frequently. Mostly um, use it at night to, to go to bed, um, you know. And then I've used the gummies, um, you know, regularly as well. And I've used the um, uh, cream recently. Um, and I, I like I, I like the menthol part of the cream, but I use the cream at night for um, like recovery. And it, um, I really like that because I rub it on at night before I go to bed and just let it kind of sit there and sleep on it. And um, uh, I can definitely tell the next day that there's a, you know, there's a um, some rejuvenation of muscles and, um, and then you're not as tired and don't. Have you is it used, nice uh, yeah. sorry, Jason, have you, have you, have you Prior to talking to us and meeting with us, had you used CBD in the past? I had I had used some cream um, probably three or four years ago. Okay. Um, 
didn't probably use it regularly enough to get the effects. It's like anything, right? You got to use yep. it consistently over time, yep. right? The body becomes adapted to it. Um, so I think I've just used, I've used this more frequently. Um, I really like it. I like the menthol part too. Um, it's not over. Um, I'm not a huge menthol person, but I do mm-hmm. like the little tingling that it gives you. Mm-hmm. And then the settling, um, you know, I, I like that a lot. So um, those, that's been the one that I've really um, used the most um, over the last, uh, probably two months. Yeah. It's funny, man. You mentioned the cream and revenue on recovery, like at nighttime, I actually will do that as well. And, um, tomorrow I'm going to be in the car for like a long time driving. My knees, uh, will like tighten up and just be achy by the end of the day. And I'll put that on my knees just to drive in the car when I've got long trips, where I'm in the, in the car for, you know, multiple hours throughout the day. It does a world of good, man. I mean, it's crazy just how something so simple can alleviate the the aches and pains, you know, that you experience on a daily basis, not even going out and riding 200 miles in a day or anything, but, you know, uh, just sitting yeah. in driving the car it driving. Driving it though. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm driving 200 <laughs> hey, driving, miles. Hey, driving, man, I hate well, driving's worse than riding a bike. Uphill both ways, J.D., don't <laughs> forget right. that. That's right, man. Through the mountains we go. So no, it's cool, man. Um, the uh, and and you've got the, you know, your position with the Gigawatt Cycling Team, and that season's just kicking off. And that'll you guys will go for most of the year until it gets kind of brutally cold and, and the weather just doesn't cooperate. Is that fair to say? Uh, no, man. We rode like three hundred and fifty <laughs> miles. 400 miles the week after christmas ah so, right. yeah they're they're junkies it's hardcore man like but you're right yeah road season is um like now until probably um the end of summer maybe september mountain bike season kind of kicks in it's pretty much year round now gravel racing's become really big it's kind of year round but mostly like a mostly like a winter sport and cycle what's gravel racing um, so there's a, so road racing, obviously race on the road, yeah. crit racing is where you race in kind of like a circle or yeah. like a one mile, half mile course. Gravel is where you race on like gravel roads. Um, so there's not a lot of gravel roads in North Carolina, but there's a lot in Virginia. So is it still, is it still a, is it still a road bike frame with just a different, different wheels? It's actually a gravel bike. Um, they've come out now and made gravel. I've never bikes. heard of this before. Does it have shocks? No, it doesn't. No, it's more like, it looks like a road bike, but it's got a really wide um, uh, axle so that you can put like 38 millimeter tires on it um, for a little bit more rugged um, uh, feel. Yeah. It's a, what happened is, is we go back to our, the safety, right? A lot of guys were like, man, I'm tired of riding on the road. I'm tired of getting buzzed by cars, getting run over whatever. I'm going to go ride gravel. And all of a sudden they started racing gravel and man, it's just exploded. Like in next month, we got a couple guys, no, in three weeks, we got a bunch of guys going down to race um, Croatan. It's a 150 mile gravel race. They got 150, a hundred and a 50 mile gravel race. And like, it, like it's literally from the time they get on, they get on it and they go for 150 miles. It's, 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 Is it like what I think of like a gravel driveway? It's just like packed gravel, like a gravel yeah. road could be holes. I mean, like the one we did in Virginia was 
it was more like a mountain bike race. I, I definitely had my cyclocross bike. I probably should have rode my mountain bike because it was like really narrow, like gravel roads. But then it turned into like mountain bike trails too. And I'm like, oh man. But um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it's it's so it's a combination of both. And then so that's gravel racing. And then cyclocross racing is where you have like a closed course. You could race on, you know, there's a, probably a little start section on pavement. You can race yeah. on grass or sand. There's obstacles. You got to get off your bike and run. And yeah, it's, it's like there's like more like it's more like a cross country like running race, but on a bike. Yeah, it's like motocross. I call it yeah. motocross. But it they actually, I think JD, they do it at Fisher Farms here in Davidson. Yeah, uh, I've, I've been, I've, yeah, I think they do. Yep, yep. I've been there before. Where uh, we'll be out there for a walk, and I'll see these guys whizzing past us on these bikes and then they'll go, they'll go like they'll be on the p- the paved path and they'll they'll make a hard sharp right turn into the dirt and i'm like that's pretty yeah. crazy yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. So different Jason- kind of tires there also right yeah that's that's um that's another whole category of um you know it's kind of like it's a little like racing like auto racing right you show up at a course uh you may be running a mud tire super aggressive muds you may be running a you know a, a light mud you may be running a foul tread you may be sounds running, like a money train yeah yeah it's this so you got a lot of different so you got to run you know you got to run the right tires you got to also run the right pressure um that makes a huge difference you know when you're racing um especially cyclocross now when you're road racing you pretty much ride whatever but if once you get off even gravel and mountain bike and cyclocross, you, you got to have some, you got to know where your tire pressure needs to be. Cause you could be too low and then something, you know, not go right. You could be too high and be bouncing around or flat out or something like that. So yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting how it kind of, you know, there's a lot of correlation to, to racing, you know, yeah. auto racing, which you guys have come from right to, to bike racing as well. Yeah. You just don't, cool. you don't, when you get a flight, there's no pit crew for you. You do it yourself, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, in cyclocross, you have the pits, right? Yeah, pits. But if you flat somewhere, that you, it's like you you're know, on your own. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a tow truck to come haul you yeah, in. When you, you do you your, when you do road there. racing, do you have a cha- do you have a chase vehicle behind you when you do the road racing? I mean, there's usually like a support vehicle that'll come help you, but it, it's not like you see on TV, man. When they, it's not, when it's not guys, the Tour de France where you got a guy nah. going in there changing your tire for you. No, nah, and then you're holding on to the car and riding yeah. that shit. No, nah, that ain't yeah. happening. <laughs> eating, eating, eating an energy bar, drinking a drinking a Red Bull. There's none of that shit, right? I mean, it's nah, your guys. Yeah, they're changing his, you know, changing his tires while he's riding down the road. There's no AAA. It's not like when we blow a tire driving a car. Nah, nah. So, but there is some there is some support, but it's it's definitely not what you see on TV for sure. <laughs> Well, you know, when the, when the first race we come to, we'll be the support vehicle. We'll be behind you, and I'm not going to change a tire for you, but I'll at least give you the moral support, and I'll let you hold on to the I'll let you hold on to the roof. <laughs> You'll let ride, me hold so. on to the car, right? Yeah, yeah just stay straight. Oh, we'll man. be giving you tinctures, and we'll be giving you gummies in the way, so we'll energize you while you're uh, recovering, while you're racing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I love that for sure. Hey, Jason. So, oh, go, go, JD. No, no, I was just going to say you. You've got Gigawatt, and then you're also involved in uh, FS Series, right, which is uh, running, swimming, cycling kind of individually, and, and are there triathlons in that in that series as well? And tell us a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Yeah, so um, I was kind of tracking back a little bit. I came out of um, graduate school, and I was coaching football and um, 
was a high school teacher for seven years and then became athletic director, um, coach and coach football. And I was up here at East Wake High School in, a, in East Raleigh, kind of Nightdale area. And, um, you know, I picked up a, this, picked up a magazine one day because I've been running and I was like, man, I got to do something different. So I picked up a magazine and said, oh, shit, there's a triathlon. Oh, I can do that. 250 yard swim, 10 mile bike, three mile run. So I did my first one. It was it was uh, definitely um, a learning experience. But then I, you know, a buddy of mine was working at East Wake, too. And I was like, like, damn, man we can put one of these on and this is easy, right? There's no problem. Look at man. All I got is little band up and fence over here stuff. Yeah. Shit. We can do that. So, so we said, all right, man, we called this guy from the YMCA and said, Hey man, we want to do this race. And we ended up, it was a nor'easter the day we put it on. I mean, it's like midnight where it lows buying shit. I'm like, yeah, this ain't this ain't what it what it was uh, what I signed up for, and um, um, that's when we we um, uh, me and my other business partners we started the company as just a kind of a hey let's go do an event and see what we can do, um, and uh, 15 years later um, we're still doing it, and uh, we're doing it. Um, you know, we've had to re, um, recreate ourselves a few times, which has been fun, and. Um, you know, but basically our, our roles is we uh, we own about 20 of our own events um, from triathlon to um, running of races to some what I call themed races like the Insta Beer Mile. You know, it's a it's a beer mile race. And um, so we, we own 20 of our events and then we also do scoring and timing for about 40 events. So we're involved in about <clears throat> 60 events um, here across the triangle area. We've traveled um, throughout the Southeast time and races and, and doing those things. Um, so, but yeah, so, I mean, 15 years later, we're here, you know, um, I spend most of my days um, uh, marketing. I'm a, that's all I do. <laughs> I use that. Like I can do the event side of it, setting it up, calling the porta potties, doing all that. I actually, I, you would laugh after 15 years. I, I asked somebody to help me so I could actually spend more time in marketing. Um, I mean, I swear, uh, probably ninety percent of my days figuring out how do people go and press the register button, right? Yeah. So, which is fun, right? It can be frustrating, um, and it, but it can be rewarding as well. Um, I've also, um, you know, you guys have sponsored the cycling team, but my my major role here too is um, bringing on sponsors um, for FS series, and actually um, brought on. We've, we've had a really good couple of months. We've got some really um, great partners um, here locally um, that have a good presence. And, you know, we're, I'm excited about them. Um, I think they're really going to help us, um, you know, get to where we need to be. Right. Cause you know, it's all, it's all about association, right. Who you're associated with, you know, if you can associate with good brands, um, you know, and they can, they can help you out. I think it runs a long way. So, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at with FS series. You know, I think the pandemic, I mean, I, you know, I don't know when you guys started, but, I think that it really for for us, man, that was that was the the shining moment that man, it can be taken away from you in like the blink of an eye, you know. And I was like, holy shit, man, I've worked like 14 years my, all my life. I've got 
I downloaded all these documents into Google. I was like, man, I got 200,000 documents in a Google Drive. I was like, I've done something here, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you've made a difference, right? Because you sit there and you work in the business and you're like, shit, like I'm doing this. And then all of a sudden you stop and you're like, holy shit, where's it at? Where'd it go? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But it was really cool. I, I, you know, not that I wanted the pandemic to hit, but man, I was able to really sit down and go, okay, do, what do we need to run this business? What do we need to be efficient? What do we need to be profitable? You know, and I, now I've broken it all the way down to, okay, how many registrations do I need on a daily basis to hit our goals to, to do that? I mean, we've given a lot of money away to charity. That's part of our component, but at the end, man, you know, I tell everybody, I mean, I'm in the entertainment business. Like we, 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 we get, we go out and we put on events and we, we make money. I mean, that's my lifestyle, right? Like right. I, I would never not deny that, you know? So um, yeah, it's been really, it's been, it's been, I don't know. I feel like the pandemic really got me to like sit back and like, okay, <clears throat> where have I been? What have I done? Well, where can I fix it? And where can I get better? You know? And, and, and right now, man, I just feel like, I got the energy back, right? I had the break, right? You know, it's kind of like you go and do something every single weekend, right? Like NASCAR. If you go to NASCAR every single weekend, you just get beat down and you beat down. But when you lose that, you got that break, man, you're like, okay, that energy comes back, right? So um, so that's been fun. But yeah, man, I, I mean, 90% of my days are spent trying to figure out how we can get people to to our site and excited about doing our race. Funny, JD. Does that sound familiar, Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody's trying to do, right? Yeah. Hey, Jason, hearing that about the pandemic, I think that's, uh, I, I look at the calendar here, March 1st. And I mean, what are we at? Two weeks till it's two years yeah. to the world shut down. Right. Uh, you know, Tom, we were leaving Phoenix and uh come back from phoenix after going to minor league baseball game and you know minor league baseball i mean sorry spring training game which is sounds like after today is never going to happen that's true i mean but it's been two years and i was telling someone just i was telling someone just earlier my kids go to camp uh, up in the northeast and we were we had yankee tickets in 2020 and the pandemic ruined that and I have opening day tickets for the Padres, and now the strike just ruined that. So it's uh, I can't buy a break, but you know it's. But hearing your positivity from that pan from the two year pandemic and what, hearing how you took a step back and reevaluated stuff and just broke it down, took the time to break it down to the, you know what you need per transaction cost. Credit to you for for doing that and sticking through it because you know doing being responsible for live events during the pandemic was tough and the fact that you're come out the other end of it and with the positive outlook is um something to be proud of and i you know i i credit you and give you kudos for sticking to it and you know it's also it's probably what you knew to do best right is to fight through it and you know and yeah and the alternative is what right i mean that's the difference you know starting over and that's the, that's I, the challenge i remember i'll never forget man i'll, I'll never forget this till I'll, the, i'm no longer on this planet earth anymore but I was literally in this, I walked out my back door one day and man, I almost came to tears, man. I said, all I've worked 14 years and all this shit's gone in 24 hours. Like it was just like, it just says so monumental that like, how could, how could everything shut down? How could my business, like we went from like transactions daily, right. To all of a sudden like zeros. Right. 
for eight and not, months and not for a week for eight months to tw- eight months eight to a year. Months. Right. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, Holy shit. Like, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. I mean, I, we got a couple PPPs, but I mean, that, that shit was gone in like, you know, yeah, like, two pay periods. yeah, like, yeah. so, but you know, I, I said, you know what I said, this, this is, this is what's going to make you better. Right. The, the hard times is what makes you better when you find a, you got to find a way, right. It doesn't matter. You know, I always tell like when people come out to events and they're like, where do I put this or where do I put that? It's like, you always got to find a way you got to find, you got to be a solutionist. You got to find a solution from your own self. Right. Cause if you lean on somebody all the time to make solutions or help you, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to help you in the long run. Like if that cone needs to go right over there and it's six inches off, just put the freaking cone there. Ain't nobody right. going to know, but you, right. So, right. Um, you know, I think that's what it, that, I think that was the the fight I had, like, and almost, I almost came to the point where I was like, man, like, I can't, I, I'm just, I'm just so frustrated, but I was like, man, there's gotta be, there's, there's <laughs> something that's got to bring that fire back. Right. Like, and then I really got in, sorry to run tangent here, but I really got into like business. I think we were doing like what I would call fun business, right? <laughs> we were just having fun, going to events, putting them on, doing, but then when I said, okay, like, I need to make a serious commitment. Like this needs to become like a business and it needs to be run like a business, not like a fun, like hanging out on yeah, the weekend. It's not a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably when my kids hit like, okay, I got two kids, two girls never know what, how much that's going to cost down the road. Right. <laughs> a lot. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it's, it's, it's been good, man. I, yeah, you can probably tell from my energy. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm renewed. I'm excited um, about what we have going on. I'm excited that cycling's back. Um, we're able to race. Um, excited that we have you guys on board, um, you know, as, as a sponsor as well. And, yeah, man. I think it's just uh, it's 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 just good. I think it's time. You know, I think everybody's ready to go, and things are, you know, hopefully starting to ease up. And it's crazy. You talk yeah. about that ready to go. I mean, the mass mandate in Mecklenburg County, where we are, I think it dropped in the entire state. So the, the the mass mandate's gone, right? Except for schools and you know, like public transportation. There's not a person wearing a mask. I mean, it's it's the exact opposite of what it was. Yeah. It was everyone was wearing masks, and the the, the the outliers are the ones that weren't wearing masks. Now to the way around, where it's now if you wear if I see someone wearing a mask, I'm actually nervous that they're sick. Yeah, or like, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, why are they wearing a mask? You know, whereas yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it just tells you that we're ready to go back to what we were, what what was normal, and I mean, I'm yeah. not sure it'll be normal again because it's been two years, and I think you it, it'll always. We can argue about why it's going to be here, but I think it's going to be here for it's the new flu is the way I look at it. Um, But it's, uh, you know, it got, it got so politicized too. Oh yeah. That, that, that that everything, everything's politicized now. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You can't, you can't say anything now without being politicized. And Jeremy and I talk about often. It's just, it it doesn't matter what side of the fence you sit on. It's uh, red or blue or purple or green or whatever. I mean, it's crazy. You can't say shit now. So, yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, it is for sure. I, I Jason, uh, as we wrap up, you guys have a, a lot of super cool events going on through FS series. And um, if, if somebody were in the North Carolina area or close by and they wanted to go sign up, is it what's the address website to uh, direct people to? 
Yeah, they can go to fsseries.com. Um, check out, you go over there. All of our events are listed on there as well. Um, so they can go check those out. And yeah, we'd love to have them come join us. May yeah. NC Beer Mile, man, that's a that's a classic. Four beers, one mile, four quarters. Yeah, I was going to say, there's some fun events you guys have that you put on. I, I, I was going through the calendar and, uh, you know, looking at several of those. It's a lot of fun. I'm sure people have a great time being out there and a lot of camaraderie. And it's cool, man. Entertainment. Yeah, I tried to. I tried about five years ago when I tried to recreate ourselves, or, or we did. I was like, man, like I said, I want everybody that comes to our event. I want them to feel like they're five years old. Mm. I want them to have like the best experience. And like some of the stuff we did was just like a like people competed for these little squeeze beavers. When I say <laughs> squeeze beavers. And to this day, you can that could, ask go one, me, that could go one in many ways, Jason. Yeah, and my buddy had been trying to get me to do it for years, and I was like, "Man, that shit ain't gonna work." Come on, dog. And he's like, "Sure, it will." And literally, people to this day, you can ask them. They do our events. What's your favorite event? They would say, "Oh, I like this event because you give away those squeeze beavers." I mean, wow. a damn two dollar beaver. It's crazy. <laughs> it I think there's a gift with purchase in our future with a squeeze beaver yeah. and a little gummy. Squeeze. Squeeze beaver. Yeah, I have a, a beaver dispenser, man. You can squeeze on that thing and it damn pops out. <laughs> That'd be <Right> great. <laughs> like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, like a little yeah. Pez. Yep. Cool. That's awesome. Hey, I got one last question, Jason, then we'll we'll yep. wrap it up here. I see the Iron Man flag behind you. You mentioned Iron Man's, all that stuff. What uh have you done Kona? Yes. Yep. Me and my wife did it in um 2016. Yep. Did so you we both have- finish? We did. Yeah. I didn't finish Congratulations. it, That's awesome. time, but I finished it. Um, I qualified at uh, Chattanooga um, in 2015. I was fourth in my age group, um, 40 to 44. And then she qualified in her age group. She was fifth um, at Ironman, Texas. So, so yeah, we were, we were, we were, we were going at it pretty good. I did six Ironmans in five years. Whew. Like the true Iron Man. Not, almost not did, I almost did another one this year, but I talked myself out of it. <laughs> so that's what is awesome, that? That's man. a marathon. That's a two mile swim, right? 2.4 mile swim. Full marathon run. 112 or, sorry, one, bike. Was it 150, 150, plus, 150 mile plus bike ride? 100, 112 mile bike and a 26.2 a marathon run. And under under how? what's your best time? My best time was 10. Oh, he's 10, got it on the wall. Look at that. He's got his, he's got his oh, time on yeah. the wall. Oh, there. There 10, oh, look at that. That's oh, great. Oh. The hardware. Uh, 10-12. Nice. I don't think I can do it. I, I, I always give my claim to fame. I would have gone sub sub 10, but the bike course was um, four miles longer. <laughs> it was 116 miles. So if you mind. And they don't realize, you don't realize how damn hot it is there in Kona. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like eighty, but it feels like it's one hundred and twenty. Well, you're on lava fields, right? You're riding, you're riding, you're riding, running on lava fields. Yeah, you ride from all the way up to all the way up the the hill. It's like these long rolling hills, man, and you you're never sweating really because it's just so, it's so dry, so dry. But yeah. you're like dying on the inside. It's crazy how some fast th- those guys go out. Man, there. they do. What's the what's what's the winner of that thing? Five hours? Four hours? 
no, they're about seven. Six. Okay. Seven and change. I yeah. guess though, because a marathon would be four, sub four would be good for a marathon, or you know. So they're doing, but they're doing all of that. So you're doing what a hundred and fifty plus doing, miles of whatever. Yeah, there's forty miles. It's yeah, crazy. they're swimming in under an hour. They're riding um probably around four hours and they're running some of those guys are running two two twenty, two thirty. It's crazy. It's I think I'm dying man. to swim. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like it's crazy what the it, I talk about this all the time, man. You don't know what your body will do. It's 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 crazy that the your body literally if you if you fuel right and you're properly trained and you're rested like you could literally just go for like hours and hours and hours and just never slow down the whole thing about iron man it's not people always say oh that's fast it's fast but really what they do is they just go the same speed the whole time like you don't ever if you deviate if you go too hard you right. to fall apart if you go too easy you're you slow down right so you gotta you just go the same pace but some people's pace is a lot faster, right? So it's pretty so cool. So is the bike is uh, is the bike your your strong suit? Um, uh, I don't know. I, it depends. Um, swimming's definitely not my swim uh, my strong <laughs> suit. I did not come from a swim background, but I think cycling and running are are you know some of my my stronger ones. I, I've I've ran some good times. Um, I haven't ran a lot recently, but um, I have done. Hey, you guys who put this on your list, you do the um uh 40 mile running race from black mountain to the top of mount mitchell and back i'm good man come on <laughs> send me the uh send me the send me the write-up app send me the postscript it was last past weekend you got a year to train yeah i was some there sprints. last weekend you didn't see me <laughs> yeah you took a picture on top of mount mitchell right exactly i've done some sprints in the past um and Man, I, I just like I can't imagine the full the full Monty of the full Iron Man. You know, yeah, I did a sprint. I thought I was going to drown crazy. in the pool. So, if so you want to get divorced, just do a just do an Iron Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do I? Where do I understand? <laughs> yeah. It's got the the triathletes have the highest rate of divorce, probably of anybody known to man. They're probably uh, the most sane people, though. Also, at the same time, so yeah, they got the most alone time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Very true. Yeah, we'll do. Well, Jason, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate your time tonight and uh, great to learn more about what you've got going on and appreciate your partnership and uh, just what you're doing out in the community, man. That's super cool. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me on. Really, uh, really awesome to uh, be on and talk a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, love. No, we're it. looking forward to a long partnership and uh, we appreciate uh, everything you do. So thank yeah, you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much for telling your story, Jason. We'll uh, we'll be back with another episode soon. Uh, make sure you go over to queencitygreen.com. Use code REDWINE25 for 25% off your premium CBD products. There you go. Right this time. There we go. Got it. So, awesome. Again, Jason, thanks so much. And we'll uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.